Your Dad. This is the fourth episode of season three. I'm thrilled for today's episode because I have another guest today, and it is a guest that has been on the episode. This will be her third time coming on, so she's been on an episode in every season, and I love her as a guest, and I'm so happy that she agreed to come back on again. As you guys can tell by the title, we're talking about the culture and social divide between Black Americans and Black Africans. I kind of teased this episode a bit on Instagram, like telling you guys that this would be one of the episodes before the season started, and like whenever I do the guessing things for you guys to guess what the episode is on Instagram each week, this has always been one of the choices or options or whatever. So now we're finally doing this episode, and I'm definitely excited and thrilled, like I said, to do the episode because it's definitely something that I feel like I've wanted to talk about for a while, but I've just never really been able to put it into words exactly. So um yeah, I'll let my guest go ahead and introduce herself for the third time. Hi everyone, I'm Kaziah Roberts and I'm 15 years old and I would like to thank Dersini so much for allowing me to be on another episode. I love this. It's my favorite thing. Thank you, thank you so much. I love you too and I'm really glad that you agreed to come on this episode and come on the podcast for the third time because I know this episode is going to be great just like the other ones and also to talk about the other ones for a brief moment, you guys should go and listen to the misogyny episode which was season one episode 10 and then the let's normalize talking about periods episode which was season two i want to say episode three but please don't quote me on that because i can't remember off the top of my head <laughs> but that was season two she was in both of those episodes so yeah go listen to that after listening to this one of course but um yeah so we'll just get into the episode we have some prompts that we're going to go through per usual and then we also have some notes from kazai that we're going to touch on as well and build a conversation from that so i'll go ahead and start with the first prompt <clears throat> which is in your household growing up, did you ever hear subtle remarks that were targeted towards Africans or Black Americans, in my case? So, for me, um, I don't want to say, like, in my household per se, but I'll say, like, from, like, people that I've kind of, I want, I guess I can say grown up around a little bit, but, like, um, just, like, from different things that I've heard from people that I've been around that are Africans. So, yeah, there have definitely been remarks that are made against Black Americans that aren't positive remarks necessarily and like it's always just kind of been like okay so for example um one of my first elementary school happened to be a predominantly black school and I remember I'm not gonna say like by who or anything but there are some comments that were made like oh well um maybe they shouldn't be going to that school so they don't become too ghetto which was the word that they would use and that word they were using it in a negative connotation like oh, like, don't become, like, the Black Americans who are ghetto or this, this, and that. So that was definitely something that I've heard before, and it was never, like, like, it was just little things like that. And then, like, if I maybe said the word, like, ain't once, they'll be like, like, they said it sometimes as a joke, but at the same time, it's not really funny because they would say things like, oh, like, you're going, like, you being at that school is making you, like, speak like this, saying ain't or, like, talking like that or whatever, but it just didn't, that wasn't, like, I don't know how to explain it that well, but it was used in a sense of, oh, you don't want to be like them. And by them, I mean the Black Americans. You don't want to talk like them or act like them. So that was definitely something that I experienced before. And I think that even sort of like, it's definitely changed now, but from a younger age, like that kind of made me like see myself as different from Black Americans and felt, I think I felt like I couldn't always relate to them because of that. And I don't know, but yeah, so I definitely have, and yeah, what about you? Um, well, I, for like most of my life, up until now, I've gone to 
uh, predominantly white elementary schools because I like transferred to elementary schools and they were both predominantly white and a predominantly white middle school. And um, I think that there have been like some remarks, like I guess against Africans and like that were like offensive, but like everyone chopped it up as like a joke or whatever, but it never really was that funny, so but not necessarily in my household, I don't think, since we never were like really around that many like black or African people. Got it. So the next prompt is, do you consider yourself African-American although you and your family have only known America to be your home due to the forced migration of Africans due to slavery? Um, me personally, I do consider myself African-American just because of the lineage and the fact that our like ancestors do come from Africa and stuff, even though like all of our like culture and everything have been like washed away and everything because of slavery and everything else and like the pressure from society to like, I guess, submerge ourselves in their culture, whatever they consider their culture as and to like forget about African culture mm -hmm. yeah I definitely understand what you're saying there so I think I never really thought about if black Americans like maybe had like a quote issue with that before up until I think when I was in eighth grade um my history teacher was telling us about how there's this black American woman that he met and she and I think he called her African-American or something like that and she took not necessarily offense to that but she like was very quick to like correct him and tell him oh no no, no like I'm not African-American I don't have any like I don't not like she doesn't have any African roots but like she doesn't know where she came from specifically in Africa and America has been her only home and like from what even like her close relatives have seen like America is her home but she doesn't have necessarily any other place so that's why she personally identified as black American and not necessarily African American. So that's why I wanted to ask you that question, kind of see like your thoughts on that. Cause I know it's kind of different for everyone. Like some people will consider them themselves African Americans and then others will be like, well, no, like I don't know exactly where I am from in Africa. I, I mean, I know that I'm, I know that I have ancestors who came from Africa, but I don't know which country or, or anything like that. So that's why a lot of times they just prefer to um, be, be called black Americans. But I definitely understand how it can go both ways. So that's why, like I said, I wanted to just see your perception on that. I understand that because friend, um, her dad, like he doesn't consider himself as African-American because he knows that like black people are like everywhere. It's like they, like their like ancestry or whatever could have came from like anywhere. So like he just, when he's like filling out applications that aren't like official official, he just puts other as his race since he doesn't truly know. Oh, okay. I get that. And I think a lot of people do that as well because um just because they don't have like the specifications of like exactly where they're from so i definitely get that mm -hmm. and so the next prompt is what role do you think white what role do you think white people have played in the division of africans and black americans so <sighs> i think white people have played a heavy heavy and huge role in this because i think this division stems from white people anyways like i feel like I think, like, I think of it as, like, I feel like white people, they want to put minorities against each other, and they want to put black people against each other to where they don't have that unification, because if we were all united, minorities all alike, and especially black people themselves, because there's, I feel like there's division in every race, but I know it's really heavy within 
the black race and i think if we just had that like if we were all unified then there would kind of be like no stopping us in a sense and it would and i think white people realize like if all the minorities were unified then who would they be unified against i guess is the word to use i don't know um it would be white people mm -hmm. and so i feel like it's because like they don't want that so that's why they put those like i guess barriers in a sense and try to make it to where we're like oh we're so different but we're really not because we're all still black and for minorities in general we're also minorities like so i think that it's just really important for us to realize that this division and this type of barrier whatever that is against like that is between us it's not because of us and it's not because of what we how we see things it's because of how white people want us to see things from both sides it even goes back to like i think i was hearing this one <clears throat> black american man and he was speaking about how when he was in school which is i think in the i want to say like 60s 70s something along those lines um he like what they were taught in school about africans was just like that they weren't like an inferior race almost and there wasn't like anything positive about them although they're still black and so it was taught like to have this division so once again i think that white people have played a huge role in it and i think that the division is there anyways because of white people and i think that if every single black person and black african alike realizes that then they'll realize you know why are we having this type of division because this is what the white people want and we shouldn't give them that power and and add to the fact of um what they already see us as minorities so yeah i definitely think they, that they played a huge role in it yeah and i 100 percent agree um before we like recorded this i did some research of like how the black americans and um africans like why they're so divided why there's so much like negativity from each side being put on each other mm -hmm. and stuff and what i found was that like this division like goes all the way back to whenever um the white people like took uh people from africa and enslaved them and they basically taught them to think poorly about africa which created um stereotypes and prejudice and they basically i don't know the word but like they created this pride almost in being american and like so this kind of creates something within african-americans i guess that's been taught and like down from generations of how they're um in quotes better than africans like religiously because like christianity and like you know um other africans or whatever people from africa they have different religions mm -hmm. and like culturally and civilly like some people think that other people are less civilized than them which I don't really understand how they can just assume that from people they don't know, but that's them. And um, I guess that's like where it all started. So like they basically created this persona of how America is better. And since you were chosen to be brought to America, you're now better than the Africans, which isn't true. But I guess that's what they were taught. And like they had to believe that in order to like survive because we know the stories of Africans, African-American slaves who were um, trying to like say their own name or whatever and they'd be beaten for it mm -hmm. or like try to present their culture. Mm -hmm. um, that was basically how they lived. That's how they were taught to live to survive in that environment. So yeah, I definitely agree. And it's crazy that you say that because 
I think like from what I've heard um, and what I've seen around me and stuff is that like it's kind of like what I thought was like the opposite way around but I guess it's on both sides because I know that a lot of black Africans see themselves as superior to um, to black Americans and think of them as inferior and I think that really shines through through this term that's used quite frequently I think specifically in West Africa and the term is akata which literally translates to wild cat and that's the word that's used for um, for black Americans and you're calling a whole race wild cats like that's so disrespectful to me and that's so incredibly <laughs> rude and I just feel like like I know that's like the word for it but you, I feel like you shouldn't be using it because you know what it translates to it's a word that is that was brought up through a derogatory like it has a derogatory meaning to it so why would you use that like these people are still like your brothers and sisters like we're all still black so I feel like using that word is just really like demeaning and it really undermines them as like people in general and so I know like I didn't realize that that's what the word meant before and so like I didn't know that but um I think like okay so I realized it earlier on but like I didn't exactly like quote stop using it but I think like I'm gonna say maybe a few months ago or something I realized I was like wait I know like this is the word for it I know that's just like and like that's like the common word for it or whatever but like I really shouldn't be using it because it's really rude and it's really derogatory and I wouldn't want someone calling me or my race like wild cats so I shouldn't be doing the same thing and even though when people use it sometimes they're not using it to always be mean like obviously of course I mean that's what like the word was created with the idea of being mean but like not everyone is using it to like, be mean but like I also just don't want to like be a part of that because I know that the word is like really hurtful I guess and, and I just don't think it's a good word so um yeah but so it's crazy how like you were saying how um a lot of times black Americans see themselves as, as see black Africans as inferior and it's crazy because it's both ways and that's just goes back to like the, the divide anyways and it's just really important that that ceases and comes to a stop but um yeah, yeah. I didn't agree with everything that you said so right Next prompt is, <clears throat> how important do you think it is that Africans and Black Americans are united as one? So, I definitely think it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly important. Like, I think if, I mean, like, I know I was talking about it earlier, but if it's, like, if they're not united, then what are we? Like, we're just a broken race, and we shouldn't be broken. Like, we need to be one, because we're all one. It shouldn't be little pieces of the puzzle, like, I'm different from you, you're different from me. Like, we're all black, we all bleed the same blood, and honestly, humans as a whole should be united. But I think the step to taking that is each, like, race, I guess, in a sense, is united first, because you can't automatically jump to, oh, we should all be united as humans if races within the human race aren't even united. So I think that's, like, the first step, and then eventually to where it, it becomes, like, we're not divided and we're not always trying to see each other as like oh I'm so different from you and I can't relate to you or anything like that so I also want to talk about how um I know there's the story of this man who brought black Africans together and black Americans together into a room I don't remember the number of how many there were but it wasn't like a huge amount and he brought them together and it was just like silent at first and this was back in like I think the 80s or something but it was just completely silent for a while and then eventually they all just started laughing like they started laughing because they realized like why are we sitting here acting as if we're so different from each other when we're all still the same, we're all black, like, you know, we can, like, all be together and fellowship together and have fun together, like, we don't have to act as if, like, oh, I'm better than you or you're better than me, like, because we're all one. So I thought that was really inspirational and I thought that was really important as well. So I definitely think that it's vital that um, black Africans and black Americans are united as one. 
So what about you? I agree. Even though like there's a lot of cultural and social division, there's still some unity within the both of us, like protective hairstyles and like the way that both African-Americans or Black Americans and Africans, like how we're raised with like the strict parenting, um, what's it called, stereotype. Like we're a lot more alike than the people who like divided us, like make it look. And like, like you said, we are all kind of the same. We just like came from different places. That doesn't mean that one race or ethnic group is superior to the next since like some of us, we all have like the same lineage and like, I guess look the same too. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. So thank you for that. And um, the next prompt is kind of similar, I guess, in a way, or kind of touches on like things that we've talked about before, but it's, do you feel yourself to be completely different from Black Africans in the sense that you can't relate to them, or do you think otherwise? For me personally, I think that like we're different, but not in a bad way as like we can't relate on anything. Like, I don't know, because I feel like there's so much like division between it, but I still find easy to find a common ground because at the root of it all we're all people who um we're all people who are like somewhat raised the same and like we go through the same struggles like socially like we're all oppressed by the same government and everything so there's not really much to divide us even though there kind of is yeah i definitely agree so obviously there are like like there are differences because you know like even like things that like culturally like you know like food and like some attire a little bit like if not all <clears throat> African countries always dress in western attire so there's things like that but at the same time like we're still all black at the core so it doesn't really matter where we're from and I think that's why when people see other black people especially when they're like in an area where there's not a lot there's a sense of excitement regardless of if they're African American or like even Caribbean because I know like for me like I think so my second elementary school was predominantly white so within my second grade class there were three black people in that class including myself and then I think there were like a few Hispanics and then everybody else was white and that was it so I know like for me like when I first got there and I saw like other black people like even my seven-year-old little mind was like oh my gosh yay like black people like I wasn't thinking like oh are they black Americans are they black Africans like are they Caribbean like I didn't care I was just like oh yay black people because like I've like in this school like I've just kind of seen white people and not really other people that like look like me and so mm -hmm. I definitely think that um like even though there are differences which is okay because we can embrace those differences but those differences shouldn't divide us so I think that's really important to understand like there's a difference there's a difference between differences and then division because it's completely different like you can have differences and like I said embrace them and be happy about them and still be able to connect and um like be able to fellowship with each other and then there are divisions where it's like you're acting as if like oh we're so different that we can't even talk to each other we can't even relate so don't that's not okay but embracing the differences that's definitely okay like with even what you were saying earlier with like the struggles and stuff and like we're all oppressed by the same people like it's important to realize that, you know, like, when a white person is walking down the street and they see a black person, they're not thinking, like, oh, this is a black American, a black African, like, a Caribbean person. Like, they're just thinking, oh, this is a black person. Like, it's so, like, we're all black, and I feel like we're really kind of the only ones who, like, well, not all of us, obviously, but there are some people, like, amongst us who try to, like, 
pick out like, oh, is this a black African, a black American, or whatever. But it's like we're all still the same. We're all the same to outside people, so we're also the same like within ourselves. Like we shouldn't try to act as if we're so completely different because we're really not. And like you were saying with like things that are similar, like parenting stuff, definitely like that is definitely a similarity between the two and that I think that's universal even that like I think minorities in general like they just have stricter parents yeah yeah so um even though like I was saying before I just think it's important to embrace those differences and not try to act as if those like those differences shouldn't be pushing us apart if anything they should be pulling us closer together yeah I agree and I was also going to say that like even though we have differences there's always so much that we can learn from one another and like embracing and celebrating both cultures. Yeah, definitely, I agree. So we're on to like the last prompt, which is honestly pretty similar to the other ones as well, but it's just what parts of the black American culture and black African culture do you think are notably different? And I know that before I was talking about like food and clothing and things like that, but what other things do you feel like are like clear differences, so to speak? um maybe religion and like I guess what they find socially acceptable like what both like communities find socially acceptable mm-hmm. even with those differences like I was saying before I know I'm just repeating myself but we should always embrace them because differences are what can bring people closer together and they shouldn't be driving people like far apart or pushing them apart from each other or anything like that so yeah exactly so the big thing I feel that like separates African-Americans or Black Americans from Africans is the ignorance. And typically when people don't understand something, they tend to like put it as like negative or shun it in a way. And that's definitely not always the case. Not everything that you don't understand is negative. And it's just the questions that some people ask other people people about their culture and stuff it's really offensive and they might not realize that it's offensive and ignorant but like it is and I feel like they should be like more open to learning those types of things instead of being like oh you do this well I don't do that so you're weird for that and like other things like that because I noticed that that happened a lot not even just with like African-American it's like people as a whole I don't understand why people do that but I guess that's just the way we are as a human race yeah I definitely understand and I definitely think that happens a lot like ignorance on its own that's like a whole thing that needs a lot of work fixing honestly and helping people to understand like educating people like ignorance is not okay like educate yourself you know but that's right that's like a lot and but I definitely agree so now we can go into the notes that you had, because I know you had a lot, and I appreciate you for doing that again. So yeah, shout out to Kazaya, because why am I saying shout out to Kazaya when she's on the <laughs> Thank you, Kazaya. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. First, first. A big thing that socially divides um, Black Americans and Black Africans, I feel like, is definitely religion, because I've seen this within my own household and definitely within, like, people, other, like, african-americans that i've talked to um is that like they usually like or their parents usually shun people for not believing the same religion as they do because i know most religion even though there isn't like a specific religion for united states but like a lot of black americans 
um, identify as Christian. And when they hear that someone isn't Christian, then they like shun them or whatever, or think negatively of that just because they don't have the same beliefs as them. And it's really closed-minded and I don't really understand why they do that, but that honestly further divides us as a community, as like African-American community and as like people being black in general, like Africans and African-Americans. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's really important to respect other people's beliefs and their religions, which a lot of people don't understand. But I don't know, maybe it'll take, I don't know if like I can say like with time, people will understand to respect other people for their beliefs, even if like it's different from yours, like you can still respect them for it and still like try to understand where they're coming from. Even And even if you don't understand where they're coming from, you can still respect them for who they are and you can still respect their beliefs and respect their religion. And you don't have to like, shun them for it like you were saying or attack them for it or bash them for it or anything like that something else that's social that socially divides us is fashion and i've noticed this with like i don't have any personal experiences with this but i know i've heard stories about like um how some african parents don't approve of like african-americans and sagging and stuff and though some african-americans might find it socially acceptable then like they might not do the same or as or like even in like schools and stuff like different clothing or traditional clothing that Africans might wear people might might not find that like socially acceptable just because they don't understand why they're wearing it or the or its cultural significance yeah and you know what's crazy is when you first like when I saw that you how you were talking about fashion like the no such you earlier like the first thing I thought of was like sagging because that's like I feel like a big thing that like I think a lot of times black Africans like kind of, um, I don't know if, I don't want to use the word berate, but like, I guess let me say don't understand like that a lot of times black Americans do it. Even me personally, like I don't even understand it, but that's like another me thing. Me neither. So yeah, that's like another thing. But, um, so yeah, that was part of it. And then also like do-rag, because I know like a lot of um, black people, I think it's black people in general, but I guess more specifically black Americans like wear do-rag like around and not just like for sleeping and stuff. And for mm-hmm. that, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I mean, it's not up to me. Like, wear what you want. So, like, I don't really care. But I know that, like, I've heard, like, from family and stuff, like, if, like, my brother wears it, like, they're like, why are you wearing this? Like, why are you wearing this out? Like, don't go out with that or whatever. So, yeah, I definitely think that fashion is a big thing. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Um, another social thing that I feel, like, separates everyone are the stereotypes that are created within the communities that are directed at the other. Like like what I was saying in elementary school about those like comments about Africans or whatever that certain people would make and stuff, even like not even just in my predominantly white elementary school, like black Americans in those elementary school would be with those white people making those jokes about the Africans, which I never really understood, but that's just a lot. And I know that like, I don't really know any like African stereotypes, not African stereotypes, any stereotypes about African-Americans that like Africans have towards us, but I know that there's definitely some. So um, yeah, I definitely agree. Like stereotypes are a huge thing. I know that a, ster- a common stereotype that um, Black Africans have against Black Americans is that, like, they're rowdy and loud and that, like, they don't really know how to, like, quote, act right or whatever, like, in public sometimes. Like, that's, like, a big thing. 
because like I've kind of heard it like around some people like oh like why are you like I don't know it's not like it's not it's never it was never like directed to me like oh but like about like other like black Americans they'll say things like oh like there they go acting loud and rowdy again or something like that so like not those exact words but that's like a huge stereotype that they have and um I know like this is even like this leads us into microaggressions which I don't want to get too much into that but like um the thing with like how people talk and how a lot of times white people want black people to talk a certain way so that they can feel comfortable and they say things like little microaggressions like oh you speak so well but really they just mean like oh you speak so well for a black person like a lot of black Africans say that as well about black Americans like I know I've kind of heard it from some people like when they'll hear like a black American speak they'll be like oh wow they speak so well but they're not like the way they're saying it like you just know it's like a microaggression in the sense of oh they're not speaking quote like like a quote ghetto person like that's what they mean by that if we're like being completely honest so um yeah I think that kind of ties in with stereotypes and I think it's like the way sometimes that they act or talk and things like that yeah into the cultural divide um one of the main things that I've already like touched on earlier was that slavery destroyed the ethnic identity of African Americans and like basically destroyed their culture and everything and like the African Americans when they were first brought from Africa they had to forget their culture in order to survive like I previously stated and um due to the um negative ideals that were pushed on African Americans of Africans it further contributes to the loss of culture because they're submerging it under the hatred for of the Africans like there was like a huge loss of culture and like identity and sense of belonging even like when um enslaved Africans were brought here like to the Americas and whatnot and so I think that definitely ties like a role into it and plays a role into it so I definitely see where you're coming from that with that <clears throat> I definitely agree that like their culture was lost and I think that's why they see themselves as different even though like their ancestors are like the same but it's because they're like oh like I don't really have like that type of culture to like connect with you so like I don't I can't really connect with you I think that's what a lot of people see it as but like we were saying earlier like we can still connect because you know we're still all black it's just like like those differences can bring us together so yeah and it kind of also ties back into like ignorance as well because I know a lot of African Americans don't understand certain cultures of Africans and that also just drives us apart because that contributes to the negative portrayal of their culture and just because they've never seen anyone do that or they've never like heard of anyone doing that it like contributes to the negative ideals that they create from that and they think that it's bad or whatever basically closed-mindedness yeah definitely closed-mindedness is like a big thing of the ignorance like all of that i think if everyone could just open their mind just a little bit and like have that open mind state of mind that was a lot of words using mind but anyways if <laughs> all like had an open mind i think the world would be like a lot better and people wouldn't have to feel like they're so different from other people and they would realize like you know like like we're actually similar like in a lot of states like in a lot of different areas and we don't have to act as if like oh like we're so different we can't relate because like yeah we still can because you know like i'm gonna keep saying it like we're still all black so like we can still relate on one thing or another 
and I know that some African Americans, I know this was, this includes, this used to include me, like we used to think that like we don't really have culture because like our culture was like, like stolen from us basically. And like, we didn't really know like what our culture would have been if slavery never would have happened. But I feel like we do have that, like we do have culture in a sense of what, like in America, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Cause you know, like, like black Americans, like they had to, I guess like build their own culture like after their African culture was stripped away from them by like white people like they built their own culture that's why like you see a lot of like um like a lot of like staple like black foods that are like soul food even like um like chitlins for example like that was like quote like leftovers that like slaves had to use but like they created like a food out of that created like this traditional food out of that so yeah I definitely think it's important to realize that black Americans definitely do have a culture like and they built that culture themselves and I think that takes a lot of like strength and courage to build your culture yourself after your other culture was stripped away from you You have to like create those new traditions create those new names and things like that so I definitely think that it's important to realize that um black Americans do have culture and speaking of names that is something I kind of want to touch on a little bit um so I know that black Africans sometimes they like kind of like judge the stereotypical black American names like um I'm not really gonna give any specific examples but like once again the quote I hate this word but like the quote ghetto names like that's like a lot of times um black Africans will judge like black Americans for having those names but I think they don't understand which I've tried to explain to some people who I had this conversation with like I've tried to explain to them like they had to build their own culture because their culture was literally stripped away from them like they could not use the African names that they were using before so they had to create this new culture and had to like and that's what they did and I think like I was saying that takes a lot of like strength and that's like incredibly huge and a huge thing to recognize them for so this brings us to a close with this episode. I thank you guys so, so much for listening to this episode. I thank you, Kaziah, for coming on again a third time. I'm really happy that you decided to agree again. And um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed recording this episode with you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to educate yourself. Don't be ignorant. Don't be close-minded. Have an open mind. And um, yeah, and that's the gist. I'll see you guys next Saturday.